Well, hello. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosawa. And, and this, this is Married, married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. Oh my God, I'm so tired. How are know. you even alive right now? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, Not so entirely. you're being held together by what? Duct tape? <laughs> Spit it's and like not a that. rubber band. I'm held together by love. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm held together by love. It's not. It's not that bad. But yeah, I had to go have a chest X-ray done. This today. is going to be a shorter episode, <laughs> so we can get a minute. I need to, bed. to go to bed. Um, no, the exhaustion that I've been feeling for a long time and just not feeling quite right kind of came to a head yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I had to go get a chest X-ray today. It is not COVID. It's not COVID. No, thankfully. Um, they think it might be walking pneumonia. Which is scary. Which is not good, right. but you know it. it may not be a, that. At least there's a treatment course, right? For so or course of treatment, I should so say. So yeah. I am I am tired. You know, still trying to be mommy and be wifey you and, be and chipper me and, and be chipper and get, try to get everything yeah. done during the day. And it's you know it's hard, but but I'm okay. Like I'm all right. I was saying earlier, it's not. I I feel like if it's walking pneumonia, I would be sicker. Honey, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we will, we will see. But uh, aside from that, how are you feeling? Um, today was a weird day for yeah, me. Yeah, I want to talk about your day first, and, um, then, and then we can. Get we into can't stuff. talk about specifics, unfortunately. Oh, so that's there's true. that. That's true. Can um, you can you be vague? Y- I can, and that's specific enough. That that is more specific than I should be. Yeah. Okay. So you just had a very frustrating, challenging yeah. artistic day. So it just basically. A property that I'm developing ran into a problem that it's too similar to something that came out. Yeah. 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 Which is always something, you know, everyone writes these scripts and they're mm-hmm. all these original, like, well, they're not all original ideas, but they're original ideas. Not anymore. People and then <laughs> a lot of times when you think you've written something original, it's been written. Or it's, I mean, it's one of those things done, where you're, you're tuned in to what everyone else is also tuned into right. emotionally um, on the interwebs or in pop culture. And so you're connecting to something that is there. It's there because... It just happens to be that other people who um, are more readily resourced are able to right. be first to market. And that's right. it's frustrating, especially when... Um, you've consumed their work and you realize that the thing that you're working on is better. It's like, oh, I wish we'd been first. That's but such tricky. Is life. That's tricky. But things happen when they're it's supposed to. It's the artist's way. Huh? Look at the way you transition. Ooh, seamless segue. I, that was good because I do oh, want to talk about that today. Nailed it. Um, I guess I'll just jump right into that. Then, yeah, that was that my was, point. That was very good. That was very good. Um, <laughs> months ago... Denise, hi Denise, uh, she had messaged me and a group of girls saying she wanted all of us to do this 12-week challenge together mm-hmm. and it was this big artistic thing. And when she sent this out, I was just not in the headspace. I mm-hmm. was so in, you know, the beginning of COVID, focusing on Lila, and as we've discussed previously, really putting my artistic stuff just on hold. And, April, beginning and I said, you know, mm-hmm. I love you, thank you, but I, I'm, I'm going to pass. And that's really the last month or so been in my head of, why didn't I just do it? Why didn't I just do it? And it got me down a rabbit hole of the 13 years in LA. I thought of all these opportunities, even though I did a ton, there were many I was asked and didn't do or mm-hmm. this and that. I was like, why didn't I do that? What, where could things have gone? Then you go back down to the coulda, what shouldas. So I stopped that and I went, you know what? I'm going to listen to this book. 
and it suggests you listen to it once. Audible is not a sponsor of this podcast. However, they are welcome to if they'd like to. <laughs> yeah, Audible, I use you all the time. Um, and then they say, go back and actually do it. And I've decided I'm going to do it. And actually, you offended me the other day because you were like, you're not going to do it. I was like, yes, I am. Excuse you. But then you made a very good point of there have been many times over the last few years where I said I was going to and didn't. What was the name of the book Literally, you said I should write? your memoir will be... <laughs> I was going to. I was going to. And then I didn't. And then I didn't. So it's it's fair that you responded with that. I was just in a heightened thing of trying to pack, or not pack, unpack Lila's closet. And I had a finite window. So that that stung. But I understand where it came from. I I don't mean to take jabs at you as a human being, but I'm glad that it (laughs) resonated with you because it's challenging you to be a better version of yourself. But I'm already halfway through, well, three quarters of the way listening through the book. And one thing I've always dealt with and had issues with and I'm very curious as to what you think about it sure. because I know you're the opposite. Forgive me if I close my eyes during this because I am tired. I know I you listening. are. I know you are. But please continue. Is meditation. <laughs> you are such an advocate and you have such a belief in mm-hmm. it. And it's so beautiful. And I have so many friends who do. I do it with my students. We do standing meditation mm-hmm. breath and laying meditation breath. And I've done all these things. Anytime I have tried to meditate, I haven't found the way it works for me yet because I go into that thing of... It's cheesier, it's this or it's that. And I haven't found how it works well for me yet. So one, I do want to talk about okay. how you, you feel about it. So, okay, up on the board, we'll have meditation. Meditation. Next. Okay. We'll come back to that. We're going to come back to meditation. So I've been listening to The Artist's Way, and one of the things that they talk about is when you are stifled or you are mm-hmm. an artistic individual who has been stunted and you've gone off and done the quote normal thing because it's what was so imbedded in you in your mind from your family and you know you have to be responsible this that and the other and what I was listening to today driving to get next right and then going to CVS um oh CVS that's another topic CVS topic two topic two after meditation after meditation okay um if we had a producer I'd tell them to keep track of it but we don't have a producer it's just us (laughs) we're gonna do it ourselves um but how your actual inner artist is a child and you have to nurture it as a child. And I know, he's smiling right now, I know this is something we've kind of discussed before, but specifically, it was for week 11, it really does talk about the negative things of how, you know, the successful artist versus the ones who have been stuck and halted and, and all of these things. The unsuccessful artist? No, no, but they don't use the word unsuccessful. Um, That's nice. Yes, but how it's... The artist that is yet to achieve. The <laughs> family has, you know, made you think one thing or yeah. friends have made you think one thing or like you were just saying, oh, the, the jealousy of, oh, but I could have done this better or, or, or if only ours had been picked up first or yeah. It was a very fascinating... I really want you to listen to it. Granted, it's, you know, the 11th chapter of it, but I want you to listen to all to. of it but it really struck a chord with what we're going through right now. Great. And I almost want to make people in our lives listen to it. Oh, you mean, I don't you mean know. our families? Yeah. <laughs> our families and, and friends who just don't quite understand why we are so passionate about wanting to get back as soon as we can and get back to the artist world as fast as we can. Yeah. Um, not in a way, not in an insulting way or anything like that, but just yeah. the way she spells it out it and just, just connected, with you. connected um, which was great because after having such a breakthrough in that audition last week, I hit a stumbling block yesterday and, and she okay. said verbatim 
what I couldn't express when we were talking about it yesterday okay. when I got emotional. And I was like, whoa, okay. Because some of this book I find, no offense, a little hokey, a little cheesy. I feel like you sit in judgment of so many things that you shouldn't. I do. I do. But then some of it is so not, beautiful. But you're not a judgmental person, I'm so not. it's so odd. I know. I'm but b- I want to, when I it comes so to... so much more judgmental than you. <laughs> but when it comes to my art, and a lot of it, it does deal with this, of the self-sabotage and mm-hmm. the fear of success. And I know we've talked about that before, too. Mm-hmm. Um it was just, it was very interesting, and I I want to read it with you and, okay. and possibly I'll, I'll, do it with you. I will start listening to it, and I will get on board. Have any of you listened to The Artist's Way or done the 12-week challenge? I'm, I'm very sure curious. some people have, yeah. Like, I know Denise has, Arlene has. Like, I know I know some people have. But Good for you that have. Um, yeah. I'd love to know what you, you felt or what your experience was actually doing the program. Cool. Um, so, so holler at me. So. At us. What do you want to do about meditation and CVS? Or is there more about the artist way you want to talk about? So I'll mention CVS first because even that's topic two, because it goes together with this. When I was leaving to go get the x-ray today, Mm. I had asked Jason if he could run get the prescription at CVS so that he can get back in time for Lila to wake up from her nap and then he can go to class. And And he was in the middle of a work call and he was like, I just can't right now. Can you do it? And I got anxious. I got anxious in a way that I haven't really done much, although I've been feeling this anxiety more lately. I realized Jason has been the one doing all of the errands, the grocery shops, the CVSs, the Rite Aids, the Targets during this major COVID, especially when it was beginning. Because, you know, autoimmune compromised and I didn't want to infect Lila and just, you know, so we stayed home. But like you just said, it's been five, five, yeah, five months. months. I have not stepped inside a grocery store, a Target, a CVS, or a Rite Aid since the beginning of March. Yeah, the only highly trafficked area you've stepped inside of is uh, Los Angeles International Airport and Dulles. Or I guess... Right. Uh, Reagan. Or we flew into Reagan. Reagan, yeah. But I got really anxious about it. And it's that thing of life has to return to some sort of normalcy. Mm -hmm. We have to figure out a way to coexist with this virus, which is not going anywhere while still being safe about it. But that thing of, I haven't been into a place like that in five months. (laughs) It, you almost, not that you forget how, but you get really anxious and really nervous. Yeah, It's training wheels. I was very apprehensive about it. So I'm driving to the x-ray and I couldn't find the parking garage. And I'm, driving around and driving around oh, trying to find it worst. and I'm getting more and more anxious and oh. I had this thought of is this how people become shut-ins and get scared of the world I could feel myself getting nervous 100%. going is this how it happens it sounds like a very easy tipping place right and I, I had to kind of pull myself back and go do not go down this path what is I'm, going I'm on glad you're able what to, am I feeling right I'm, now good I'm glad you're able to do that so I finally find the entrance to the parking lot <laughs> To, you, the, to the underground building. Had you already building. passed it a few times and you, hadn't just rea- you just hadn't realized it? I had passed it once. Okay, so you're Only not, once. So not crazy. Only once. Just missed it once. <laughs> just These things it happen. <laughs> so I go down, and it, this is the parking garage for 4445. I go down. <laughs> I go under. I walk around to find the elevator. I come up. I go into the elevator, and there's not a number for the floor I'm going to. And I was like, that's Uh-oh. odd. <laughs> so I go to the street, and I come out, and I'm across the street from the building I parked. No joke. Yeah. I look over that happens and across the crosswalk that happens is the entrance that the I pulled into. And I lot. went, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I crossed the crosswalk and the building on the front right there says 4455. 
I went, no, 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 no. What? So I walk around to look at the garage entrance again and it says 4445. And I was like, I have officially lost my mind. And I actually <laughs> said that out loud. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> and then I walk a little further and see 4445. But the anxiety about it, I was like, why am I so anxious? What is this? I'm not used to it. Hence meditation. What is it about meditation that works for you? I'm really curious. So uh, I, I come to meditation from a little bit of a different place than a lot of people. Um, I, I do believe that you can do meditative things. I, um, like for me, I find running meditative. I find working out meditative. But when it comes to actually sitting in thought, um, sitting in reflection, sitting in some kind of repose to meditate, I came to it academically from a comparative religion class in college. Really? And um, a professor um, was also a monk who was an academic and became a monk. I can't really remember. Um, and then be, or became an academic after being a monk. But anyway, point is, is we started off every class with a, a meditative breath. And the, one of the basic meditations, I think most religions or cultures that uh, preach meditation, is you actually meditate on your breath. Not on the breathing in or the breathing out but you're actually focusing your energy on the moment between the inhale and the exhale. That moment where you're not alive or dead. That, that very finite moment where something is both inside of you and outside of you. It's a very cool, weird thing. We talk about this sometimes when we talk about um, the delivery of Lila or birth, is that there's a moment mm -hmm. where the baby is being born and is not yet born. There's the, it's that window of, of life and in that, this one teaching says that that is nirvana. That that moment is a, it's something that links all things because all things breathe, all all living things breathe. And I just remember thinking, well, this is stupid. And then I started doing <laughs> it, and I realized that it's very centering. It's very humanizing. And it's a reminder of your connection to everything. That everything that has lived or will live will draw breath. So in this breath, I can be connected to all things and realize that I am all-powerful in, in myself. And if I choose, I can make any choice. Now, you know, there's work that goes into those things. You know, you can't just be like... <sighs> I have a million dollars. <laughs> and it appears, I mean, you know, some people can do that because they have large enough investment accounts that just do that. Uh, but, <laughs> but in my case, I find that when I'm able to take a centering breath before something that I know is going to be difficult, um, when I'm able to meditate after a workout or I'm able to meditate after a run or I'm able to meditate after an acting class or before a scene. I actually meditate before scenes a lot. Um, I get into a good breathing rhythm, and then I center myself, and I breathe, and I focus on my intention for the scene. And I've realized that it's just, for me, because of how mile a minute I move, I realize that I can be always not in the moment I'm in. And if I'm not in the moment, we've talked about this many times, 
But if um, I'm not in the moment as the character, of course I'm not in the moment as the actor. So if I'm not in any moment, what the heck am I doing in front of a camera or on a stage or in front of my acting coach or here on a podcast if I'm not going to be present? And I think that's the beautiful thing about meditation is that you're allowed in that moment you find presence. What are you feeling right now? I see I see some emotion. What are you oh, feeling just, while you're I'm talking very about this? tired, so <laughs> all of the breath that I'm doing <laughs> to to get centered and talking about this, this is I'm just up. like very emotive. Um, yeah. just cuz um I'm a ve- I, I I run very hot and very reactive yeah, and very angry. So I think with everything that's been going on in the last few days, I think just this is a moment of actually like I'm reminding myself that there are things that are important. And I realized, well, talking about this right now, I actually haven't done my mantras in a few days. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because wow, you, you do those that's every day. Why, that's one of the reasons I'm feeling so overwhelmed right now because wow. I haven't had the presence of mind to take care of my mind. So your mantras really do help you on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because... I, mean, I think that's incredible. They, they're very settling for me. They allow me to handle everything. Sometimes, you know, maybe I, I might need to switch them up to retool what they're focused on um, so that I can be less complacent with my life or less content. But at the same time, they, they breed in me a sense of contentment and ease because yeah. it's a reminder that, like, you can handle this. Whatever yeah. this is, you're not here because you can't handle it. Right. You're here because you either need to prove to yourself that you can or because you're the one that has to. Right. So it's like, okay. So talk to me about your meditation issues. Well, first of all, I just think that's beautiful. And not to totally put you on the spot for people who aren't here looking, but the tear that just came <laughs> the down. Sing, was, single was, tear. You had a total single, single tear, tear going down one side. Yeah. And that was beautiful. Thanks, Ben. I think my main issue with it, for me, mm-hmm. is as soon as I start to try it, it just feels inauthentic and disingenuous. So it's just this thing of, like, I mean, I'll just can, hear the... We can unpack that <laughs> all in just that one thing. Yet, is like a two-hour conversation. The standing meditation breath that I have designed specifically for my students. I mean, I have students reach out to me and going, can you send me a voice memo of that so I can just listen to it every day? Do you use it for yourself? I don't. Okay, well... So that's something, well, that too. That seems plainly why, silly. But, I mean, I do, but if I'm the one standing and breathing, I'm not saying what I say to them. So record um, yourself but I have, for yourself. I do have the recording of it. I'll do the breathing aspect, but I've never listened to my own, except for once when I <laughs> I take that back. The first time I had a student two years ago ask me to please record, record it. it, I listened to it to make sure I got the whole thing because I thought it had uh, disconnected. And I listened to it, and so I tried it, and I went, this is really, oh, relaxing. this is really cool. I need to I have to do that every day. It's very centering. And then I didn't. Well, um, <laughs> this is a theme. <laughs> <laughs> the memoir. <laughs> I was going to do it. Amelia Myers. I was I going to, and then I didn't. <laughs> it worked. I'm telling but you. But I do a lot, and I've done a lot too. You're incredibly um, accomplished. But yes, no, it's 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 true. But yeah, I think you, but sta- you stand in your own way. To, I do. Yeah. I do, and I'm such a proponent and and an advocate for other people. And then when it comes to myself, there's always been a little bit. And you encourage self advocacy in everyone. Everyone yeah. in everyone. And COVID and then our situation and this move has heightened it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and you say it to me all the time, 
You got to put yourself first and just do. And you're so right. Yeah. But every time I try to do a meditation type thing, I'll put on some music. I'll try to listen to an app. I would or, say. And it just I would doesn't say, stick or click. Start. Now, this might not work for you. And the thing is, is that meditation, much like everything else um, that's, you know, like sensual in the sense that like it's sensory mm-hmm. uh, is very personal. So you might not like a gong hitting or no. somebody singing Vedic phrases. That's what, that's what makes like, it feel um, hokey, hokey to me. And but, it's beautiful. And yeah, I admire no, those it doesn't, where but it works, con- but it connects but for, for those me, people. It just doesn't work. And so you end up in self judgment. I do. So what you need to figure out is how to actually clear your head. And then also as you clear your head, Know how to deal with the intrusive thoughts that come, that come in and go and let it go and let them let it go. I will say the two things in my life that I do that does what you just said is sitting and playing piano and singing beautiful and dancing alone in a studio, not in a class that gives me anxiety now, not okay. at, but actually just putting on a piece of music and dancing. And I haven't done that. In years, I haven't done the dance in a very long time, but the piano and the music—I mean, I, I've said it for years—it's my therapy. If I just yeah. come in here and just play, I guess that's my also, meditation. But I just, in my mind, I think of meditation as you sit and you're quiet. You can and be you're trying well, to. You can be. Me- you can do meditative things, which I think for me, meditative things are running, um, running and working lifting, out, lifting, not working out, lifting weights, oh, heavy, lifting heavy, heavy lifting. Weights. Because um, running and heavy lifting and swimming as well. Yeah. Um, and not sprinting swimming, but like laps for distance. They're all centered around form and breath. They are. For you, I would say piano can be meditative. Um, dance can be meditative. Mm-hmm. But you also need to find a thing that you can use for meditation, which needs to be stillness, an opportunity to reconnect and realign emotionally, physically, um, mentally, and not because it's this really enlightening, cool thing, but because I think one of the biggest roadblocks you have as an artist is you don't always connect to your emotion. You have, unless it's something that you find super quickly, Sometimes you sit in judgment of yourself for not finding it quickly, and then you're just off on another problem. <laughs> it's, it's true. You don't trust that depth of emotion that you have. You don't trust that deep, deep well. That of and a, perfectionism. I am such yeah, a culprit of that. Yeah, yeah. You need to meditate because I know. eventually. Well, because the cool thing about meditation. What good, what good is it if it's not perfect, and then I never release the album, or I don't finish yeah. writing the book, or I don't. Yeah. I, but the cool I thing about meditation is you stop. can you, you can never be perfect, which is another thing that probably makes you afraid of it. Is that it's something that can't be perfected? Do you feel that way about it? Meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I feel that way about a lot of things because um, and I don't have the same problems that you do because I'm I'm much more analytical. I got a lot of problems. Where did Lila get that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we were walking, Lila goes, I got a lot of problems. And I ask her if she has 99 of them. <laughs> but um, Lila ain't one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Because that's not a phrase I say around her. Neither do I. So I don't know. We're, we're thinking Kids Bob did a cover of it and we just didn't hear it. But she would go, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> um, but 
anyway, to I mean the, the we can have a meandering conversation about meditation for hours, but I would just say, um, give yourself the space to start with sixty seconds, and then build. Don't jump to something like 10, 15, 20 minutes. Start small. Because what you'll realize is, yeah, you can have an hour of meditation. You can. Um, And sometimes you need that self-indulgence. And not that it's indulgent in a negative way, but that you need to actually delve into yourself that way. But once, once you learn your cues and your tricks, you can slip into those places before you walk into a room, before you get on the highway in like DC for the first time in years, which is going to come up soon in your life. Like these things that are incredibly stressful (laughs) that you're going to need to prepare for. You need to teach your body again how to prepare for them. Because what you've done is you've taught your body over years how to just grin and bear, how to grit through things. With a smile on your face, and you just do. That is not untrue. And it's an, it's a very <laughs> admirable it's a very admirable yeah. quality that you have. But the problem with it can be that if you don't um, take ownership within yourself of that emotion, of that of that fear, of that anxiety, and you don't deal with it and unpack it, it stays. Yeah, that's true. Well, now I'm curious about you know other meditations. Like, what do you guys all do? I would love to hear like, people different. I mean, yeah, like what what works for for all of you guys? Let us yeah. let us know. I'm curious. But, t- but tell me more about the artist way. Or is that all you want to talk about? Really? I think I want to delve into that for real after you listen to it because there's so much said. Come on, that's like um, that's like six weeks from now. Let's let's. No, no, you. It's. I mean, it's an audible. I'm not going to go buy the book. I know. You so, can listen to it when you're walking. You're doing a really good job of selling me on it right now. Thank you. (laughs) No, you'll get through it really fast. I just think, I mean, keeping an open mind, but it's the whole thing of, I think, as I was saying before, as we've done this move and as we're figuring out where we are and as we figure out what's happening, to be listening to this just goes very hand in hand because so much of what she's saying is ringing insanely true. And I think that's one of the beauties of this book that so many artists are feeling, mm-hmm. she's able to connect to these different people. And I just think it's it's beautiful. Who's the author? You know what? I don't <laughs> know off the top of my head. <laughs> but the woman narrating it, she's she's an older woman with a very soothing voice. Oh, that's nice. It's yes. important for it, books it, like that to have soothing it voices. It's true. Um, but even though I have issues solving my own problems sometimes, I helped you today. You did. You helped me renew my you. driver's license. So we have to get our driver's licenses um, I have to finally put my married name on my driver's license because I never did that. That deep breath was an eye roll. I'm sorry. I changed my social security. (laughs) (laughs) Like very soon after the wedding. That was... Within the first year of our marriage. Yes. Yes. And that's the big one. I just, I then never, I never... Did anything else unless I forced it it upon you. Yeah. You put it insurance and our credit card in Rosenwach. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I've, it's been this weird split personality thing of me, of the Rosenwach and the Myers Here's thing. Here's a fun thing. As an artist, you'll always be Amelia Myers. So true. In Very every true. other aspect of your life, you just can either be just to be Myers, <laughs> which is fine, but you said you were going to change your no, name. No, I know. I know. I know. And I absolutely should have done it years ago on, on the driver's license. it is that much harder. I know. And 
because you're that much further away from it. It is. So like all things in your life, do them. And when you think about them, how many times a day or a week do I tell you, okay, why didn't you say that when you're thinking about it? Or why didn't you do that when you're thinking about it? I know. Literally, you would, Amelia Myers Rosenwalk on her own could fix the world if she just did (laughs) things as she thought of them. Well, how did I help you? I thought of a really good idea. It helped. It worked. Yeah, you helped me renew my driver's license. Yes, but how did that happen? Okay, so So, I was running into a roadblock of not being able to get a Maryland driver's license until mid to late September. My driver's license expires on August 20th, my birthday. Which is next week. Yay, happy birthday. Happy birthday! Um, So I was freaking out because I was like, oh, I'm going to have to 20 20 to 30 days without a driver's license. That's pretty scary. Amelia's going to have to do all of the driving for the next month. And then Amelia was like, well, I think because of COVID, you can just do online renewal for California. And she was right. And I did it. And thankfully from um, mail forwarding, I'll get my driver's license sometime before mid-September. So it felt very good because I had just been crying moments before this because I could not figure out for the life of me how to schedule, how to schedule this with appointment the with the Maryland DMV because I have to get the real ID and put my married name on it. And I could not, there was not an option to do both. And I was getting so frustrated. And then Jason comes over and goes, click, 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 click. And he found, he found the link. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? So I was feeling very frustrated and like, I can't do anything right. And then I solved this big problem for him. So, you know, ebb and flow and balance and yeah. <laughs> That's you what should, I have to say You should that. go to bed. I need to go to bed. I agree. <laughs> but I love you so I love much. you too, honey. Oh, I hope you feel better soon. Thank you. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'll get there. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, babe. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosemont. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Remember, stay safe. <laughs> Wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> Stay home if you can. And Black Lives Matter. Love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.